0: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff
1: from HowStuffWorks.com.
0: everybody welcome to car stuff i'm scott
1: benjamin and my name is ben bolin uh scott you're the auto editor here at
0: our website correct right. and you are a video guy yeah video uh video person and script writer and uh a podcaster sort of a renaissance man do a little bit of everything Fa- i'm your favorite co-host that's true thanks man you're my favorite co-host
1: <laughs> and one of the reasons you're my favorite co-host is because you always come up with so many awesome ideas. This is a unique one, isn't it? This this really blew me away, yeah, I this, have to say this
0: is uh kind of a I don't know a little bit of a secret maybe.
1: This is totally a secret, well, I would say some it's, some. M- it's to most probably of. a secret to most people, especially if they're outside of the United Kingdom.
0: Yes, very good. Very so, good. I would I would say so unless you just happen to stumble across this thing somehow. Uh, we're talking about the vintage mobile cinema.
1: Yes, so cast your mind back, listeners, if you will, to the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, this was what they recalled as the good old days, right? Yeah. Um, we also saw a lot of out-of-the-box thinking, a lot of innovation, uh, not just in transportation, but in general throughout the world. Uh, however, being a car show, what we are going to focus on today is the... Vintage mobile cinema, as you said, Scott, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically. Mm, let's do a little quiz. Okay? Oh, sure. Is this? Um, we'll do a multiple choice. You already know the answer, okay? <laughs> okay, All so, right. so okay. vintage mobile cinema, is it a a moving movie theater? Is it b a moving movie studio where they film movies, or is it c an elaborate hoax? The answer is A. The answer is A. Congratulations, yeah, yeah. guys. Oh, if you got thank it you right. very
0: much. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. I feel good about myself now, 100%. Now, the, <laughs> now this thing looks like um, an RV almost. It does, and, the, you know, it's it's enormous. It's a really big vehicle. Um, I've got the, the uh, dimensions on this thing here in a little mm-hmm. bit, but um, what it is is it's one of seven vehicles that were built by the... Uh, by the Ministry of Technology in yes. the United Kingdom, and uh, this is really strange. the The Prime Minister at the time, in 1967, decided that for the British government, uh, they wanted to promote British industry. Yes. and this is coming out of uh, well, this is you know a long time after World War II. However, they were still in this kind of economic downturn, and things just weren't going right. So, the Prime Minister decided that uh, it was time to uh, kind of rally the troops, so to say, mm-hmm. and so to speak, and, and get everybody interested again in in um production and 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 uh um efficiency and you know the way ways to do things better and to make uh make uh well make everything a little bit more profitable for yeah. its citizens put a little fire under the keister of the yeah, british film industry too exactly yeah that's true that's right and uh what these things did was that there were seven of them built as we mentioned mm-hmm. um they are 20 they're they're 22 seats inside of this vehicle. Now, you'd mm-hmm. never guess it looking at it, would you?
1: No, it doesn't look like you can fit 22 seats. Uh, and it's,
0: it's big. It's but huge. It, but it doesn't look like you could see 22. No. No, it's just a, it, it's more like a, like you said, like an RV, a mm-hmm. smaller size RV, not even a, not even one of the big, uh, the bu- bus. Not types. one
1: of the charter bus looking no, ones. No, no, it's kind of one
0: of the in between <clears throat> size, but, uh, it's really un- a unique looking vehicle. There are 22 mm-hmm. seats and let's just kind of give the facts here. Yeah. 22 seats inside this thing. Um, it has tiered seating, and that's probably the secret to the whole thing, is how sure. they get so many people in there. Yeah. Uh, the screen, I guess, would be at the back end of the vehicle, where the door would be. Uh, the back end, and they seat, yeah, they, they, uh, it's like if you walk in, you, you mm. walk upstairs towards the front of the vehicle. Towards, ah, yes, towards, yes. uh, like where the cab of the vehicle would be. Mm. And you look the opposite way. Like if you were driving down the road, you'd be looking backwards. Ah, yes. If yes. you want to put it that way. Um, the screen is on the back wall there's a projector at the top mm-hmm. um, angled up, you know, from up high mm-hmm. and that's kind of, you had a question about this part because this is one of the most distinctive exterior features on the thing yes. otherwise you'd have no idea that this was anything special really right. um, I can describe it yeah, there's, go ahead
1: there's a uh, segmented uh, panoramic view window, it's almost like a, a bay window, but it's rounded it's a big dome, it's a huge dome yeah and uh when when Scott, when you were first showing me the pictures, I was doing some research about this, my question was basically, what the heck is going on up there? Yeah, yeah.
0: what is that doing? Well, it's a, it's it turns out it's the projection room or the projection mm-hmm. area where the projectionist mm-hmm. uh, would sit during the during the films. And, uh, you know, there, cause at the time there was a projector with film. Right. And so somebody had to be up there to operate that machinery and uh, make sure everything was going right. And you could also kind of, I think there were some windows up there they could peek through and see the audience, make sure mm-hmm. everything was okay in there, and the film was going well. Um, but what they did was they showed, um, they showed these, these, uh, ah, what, what kind of, inspirational almost films you know like they would say it was uh industry films that were really slanted towards production and efficiency Mm -hmm. and and uh getting the i guess giving the most of yourself in order to make uh, your company more profitable Mm -hmm. so they would uh they would kind of customize these messages that they would go out with in these in these vehicles and they would have a trailer in tow as well yes it was also built by the same company which uh which is the coventry steel canvas company Right. Yes, and uh, that's who did the coach work for this whole thing. Um, they made the trailers also, and uh, they would have these these specialized, um, I, I guess, uh, um, displays that they would bring along with them, where they would have a, a small meeting table maybe in the middle. They could discuss parts, you know, across this little meeting table in this trailer. Um, have you know view the film next door in the in the. Uh, the, the, the cinema, they didn't call it vintage cinema at the time, but it's no. the, the, mobile cinema, I guess. Um, so it's just an interesting, interesting vehicle and it's a, it's quite a unique find because, like we said, there's there were seven built, only one of them remains now. Yes. Speaking
1: of extraordinary finds, Scott, uh, this last surviving mobile cinema, a Bedford SB3, was sitting in a field, just out in a field for 14 years. Unbelievable. Let's go ahead. And relieve the tension for everybody sitting on the edge of their car seat right now and let you know that they did manage to save this one. Yes, they did. And it was an uphill journey. I think uh, if you go to their website where they talk about the mobile cinema, uh, you can see the restoration work they had to do, mm-hmm. which was much much more than how did they put it scott they said it's way more than slapping a new coat of paint on there something like that yeah yeah.
0: and i I watched a little bit of the video of them putting this together because you can catch some youtube videos Mm -hmm. of this thing uh in different levels of restoration and uh the owners uh there's two people that own it now um ollie halls and emma gifford yes and uh the two of them are now touring in this vehicle we'll talk about that in Mm -hmm. a little bit but uh they they purchased the vehicle for twelve hundred pounds, I don't know what that would be in dollars, U.S. dollars. I'm not sure. Uh, it's I, more than twelve hundred. That's right, more than twelve hundred dollars. Whatever that would be, I, I think, just a rough guess. I thought a pound was around a dollar eighty or something. Yeah, like that. so it'd be it'd be a little little less than twenty four hundred dollars. Okay, something like that. Um, but they have. Uh, put about at the time of this video that I saw they had put about nine to ten thousand pounds into the restoration mm-hmm. at this point, so you 're talking about nearly twenty thousand dollars additional in restoration work, and I know that they weren't done at that time because i've seen it further than yeah, what further it was yeah I mean including some of the equipment that they uh that they've added because um I know that you know originally that it had the film projector that we talked about right now it has a high quality digital projection unit mm-hmm. uh that hangs in the ceiling and uh it does have like you know dolby surround sound and the, sure. the seats and everything that they put in there were custom made and blu-ray um, player exactly yeah there's there's a lot of high tech advancements you know the, they said that the only way that they strayed from the original was that they went for the comfort and safety of the passengers and the, mm-hmm. the viewers so um everything else is original on this thing i mean they tried to keep original um, you know, the original instruments, the, mm-hmm. the exterior looks original, everything everything else about it is original.
1: And the seats actually uh, do go back to the 1930s. Oh, I think do they? they? I think they fixed them up uh, pretty extensively. Hmm. So it's a little unclear whether it's the actual uh, original seating or whether it was just sort of
0: rebuilt to look that way. Interesting. It mm. almost seems like that would be one of the things that would be looted in the mm-hmm. thing you know when when it was in the field because i know that um someone had stolen the transmission i believe out of the vehicle <laughs> yeah i heard that and of course the engine had seized up so it's mm-hmm. got a new bigger engine i think was mm. that was part of the difficulty in, in the restoration was getting yes. this newer bigger engine inside this thing a big mm. diesel engine and of course then you know trying to find a transmission that would fit as well and mm. uh, something about handmade gears but i'm not sure if that's true it might have been just a gear shift yeah um <laughs> i couldn't really tell a lot of work though right yeah and- they they had to replace the uh the dome uh, mm-hmm. the glass work in the dome and i think that's about it because it was just too weathered to uh to make it yeah, you guys
1: have to check out this dome. It's really crazy. Cool. Um, now, let's see. If you are looking for this vehicle, if you're lucky enough to live in the area of Devon, England, then uh, you should have already heard of this thing. Oh, it's yeah. been around since, uh, I think, summer of 2010, maybe? Yeah, that's
0: right. It's, it's relatively recent that it's been back on tour. Mm-hmm.
1: And they're actually, they're not only are they showing uh, a bunch of films that are not limited to uh, the pro-efficiency pieces that Scott and I talked about earlier—that sort of range from inspirational to propaganda. You know, it's sort of up to you to decide. Sure, the that company way. line. Yeah, they tow a company line, definitely. Sure. Or no, they did. They did. Now they're free agents, and they can—they can show uh, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's still a great love of British cinema there, and this is a neat thing. If you are a filmmaker, now our guest producer, Tyler, might be interested to hear this, too. If you are a filmmaker, you can submit uh, your work to uh, – now, it's not a guarantee that they're well, going to show it, but you can submit it to them for consideration to show in the mobile cinema. Oh, well, that's really cool. I didn't know that. I know. We should make a
0: movie. You dude. know, I, I went today to, uh, to the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to check up on it, see where it was right now, and uh, they're making a tour of museums and schools, and mm-hmm. they've got just—it seems like every day there's something going on. They have travel days marked out in between, you know, to get to and from places. So they're not—they're mm-hmm. not trailering this thing around. They're driving it to the, the separate—the second location, right? Um, but it, I mean, really, what they're doing is like museum tours. They're doing, um, you know. Private events, yeah. you can you can hire this thing out. You can have it show, you know, the movie that you select. I mean, I guess if you're a filmmaker and you, you wanted to hire it for a private event, a, a viewing of your or your movie, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess they're showing a lot of archive films and um, you know museum um, independent films right yeah. now. So that's that's kind of the uh, the idea behind this thing and what they're doing. I've got, uh, oh, I've got the official launch date
1: when they relaunched. It was May 2010. Oh, okay. So, so they've been there since then. Yeah,
0: nearly a year.
1: Nearly a year, which nearly is a year. good on them. I've got a surprise for you, Scott. Oh, good. I mentioned it, I think, before. Yeah, you did. Um, now Scott and I usually try to surprise each other during a, a podcast, but you, I don't know if you know this one, man. Um, they're getting a TV show. What? On BBC2.
0: A TV show.
1: Uh-huh. A uh, weekly
0: TV show or how is this going to work? Well, I mean, is it a, a one-time shot?
1: Okay. So, this uh they're coming out with a show on on BBC2 daytime. This is from the press release which was in September 2010. Um Melvin Bragg's going to present a brand new series for BBC Two on the daytime, retelling the fascinating stories how, about how life in Britain used to be through the film collections of the British Film Institute and regional film archives. Now, throughout the series, Melvin Bragg will be touring the country in the UK's only surviving vintage mobile cinema, which, of course, now we and our listeners know all about. So he will be through the run of the show touring in the cinema. Oh, very cool. People. So that, that yeah. will be
0: the backdrop for the
1: whole program, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's very cool. And Very cool. you know, man, I, I love entrepreneurs personally and I just cannot express how happy I am for these two people to be able to take what everybody probably told them, frankly. It was a crazy idea. Oh, sure. And, yeah, you're going
0: to buy that pile of junk that's sitting in the field for the last 15 years. Yeah. And uh, you're going to do what with it? You're going to put 20-some thousand dollars into this? Okay, brief aside,
1: Scott, um, one of the reasons this kind of stuff is close to my heart is because I was in a similar situation way back in the days of yore when I was just a, a ruddy-faced uh, sophomore <laughs> in high school, you know? Uh, big dreams. Sure. And, um, we had this Christmas tree farm uh, a few miles down the way from us, um, and for years, the owner of this farm had been trying to sell a 1960s fire engine.
0: Mm, oh, very cool. Uh,
1: yeah, and I really, really want, like, I tried everything with my parents. I was talking, working deals, contacting my extended family, Yeah, and my dream was that I would have this thing and I would restore it. And become the coolest person in Stockbridge well, High School. Sure, of course. Yeah. Um didn't work out. Hmm. And uh you know what, it probably is for the best now, looking back. I don't know. Fire trucks are pretty cool. I know. I Vintage would Vintage fire trucks. I would still have it, right? Yeah. It might be all I had. But um hmm. so there's something I think there's uh something about the idea of restoring a an unusual vehicle and being able to bring it back.
0: To the modern day, uh, that that sort of calls to anybody who's a fan of cars. Sure, I mean this is a one and only. I mean it's, uh, I mean one of seven, and it's the only existing vehicle that they know of. I mean other ones, I guess the other ones were, uh, as they put it in the video, I think they're pressed into other service at some point right yeah, uh, you yeah. know, So they were they were just made into cargo vans or whatever they were made mm. into uh some probably just rotted away yeah. um sadly or were cannibalized for parts for other vehicles and um you know this one for it to live this long and for someone to spot it for someone to you know notice that there's some some value to this vehicle to mm. haul it out and then to follow through with the restoration that's great good for them i mean and and to make it profitable too i would assume it's a profitable venture or or something similar they're they're getting their own tv series at this point so it's clearly something that they can do full-time you know making money with this thing and uh, something that they love so good for them
1: yeah you know we love interesting jobs it'd Mm -hmm. be awesome to uh be able to describe your job as oh i run the vintage mobile cinema that would
0: be really cool own and operate yes very cool
1: well, I guess uh, that's going to wrap it up for us here today. I think so. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and head out. Uh, maybe watch a movie, but have to do it in a stationary room. Yeah, not in style like in the uh, vintage homes. Yeah, style. not like the uh, not like the fancy folks over there. Mm-hmm. But um, in the meantime, while we're uh, pursuing our dreams of mobile cinema, uh, let us know if you guys have any sort of unique historic vehicles that you'd like us to cover can contact us on Facebook and Twitter. You can contact us on our website, of course. And if you want to talk directly to us, the best way to do it is to email us at
0: CarStuff at For
1: more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. To learn more about the podcast,
0: click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes.